let the king hear us when we call. Amen. The Lord hear thee in the day of trouble. The name of the God of Jacob defend thee. Praise God. We want to go to the Lord again this morning and pray our amen before we open this service and our Bible study this morning. Amen. We want to pray for our district. We want to pray for every home in our district. Amen. The saints of God, the pastors, everyone here in our communities, we want to continue to lift it up, uh, each and every one. Our upcoming election, that will be coming pretty soon. Amen. For the will of God to be done. Amen. Our families want to pray for those down in Louisiana that are still without power uh, in that area. Praise God. We want God to touch them uh, as well this morning. We want to continue to pray for our missionaries. We just lost another missionary uh, this week. Amen. So we want God to touch the Dross household. Amen. This this week as well. Amen. So let's join together this morning. Amen. And pray for our, our missionaries and our families this morning, our district. Father, we come to you again. God, your word tells me you hear us in the day of trouble. You are the comforter, O oh God. You are the great I am, the way, the truth, the life, and the door. I pray for our district. I pray for our superintendent, brother and sister Booker today, God, that you would continue to touch them, our district board, our district leaders, O oh God that you would lift up and heal each and every one, God. Those that are going through bereavement today, God, I pray that you would comfort each and every one of them, Lord God. I pray that you would visit every home today, God, throughout our district, oh God. Touch the hearts, oh Lord. Touch the lives, oh God. Maybe there's backslidden ones, oh God. <clears throat> That you could draw their hearts back to you, God, again this morning. Maybe there's fear today in the house, oh God. I know you have not given us a spirit of fear. You've given us power, love, and a sound mind, now God. Maybe there's disunity in the household today, God. We're asking you to bring peace uh, as you keep our minds stayed upon thee, oh God. Touch us today. God, I pray for my neighbors today. God, I pray for my brothers and sisters, my children, my grandchildren. I Plead your blood over them today, God. Uh, our upcoming elections, oh God, uh, I pray, God, that you move all wickedness and evil from this land, oh God, uh, that you would give us leaders that would fear God, leaders that would serve God, leaders that would keep you at the forefront, oh God, and all that we do. God, I pray for those down in Louisiana and Texas, oh God, uh, but throughout the land that has lost power to their homes, oh God, or maybe they are hopeless today, God. I pray that you would touch, oh God, or restore, oh God, that need that they have need of down in that area today, oh God, that you would continue to minister to them, Lord. Help them throughout this situation, oh God, in our nation, Lord God. I pray, God, that you root out every evil, oh God. Touch this morning, God. Oh, God, help us, Lord. Let the spirit of wholeness flow in healing to the body today. Those that are suffering with high blood pressure and those uh, whose blood pressure are not normal, God, I pray that you touch them. Those that's been diagnosed with cancer today, I pray for my neighbor, Mike, oh, God, that you reach down upon Mike and Debbie today, oh, God, that you would comfort, uh, strengthen them, Lord God, I pray, Lord Jesus, uh, oh, God, that maybe there's those, Lord, 
Lord God, that are in the nursing homes that are sick. Uh, oh, God, in need of touch. I know you can heal. I know you can minister, Lord, uh, that you can open the doors into these nursing homes and assistant living God uh, that would allow families to visit their loved ones, oh, God, uh, in the hospital wards, oh, God, I, that the door would be open, oh, God, I pray, Lord, uh, bind this fear, oh, God, against this evil that's in our land today. We need you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, uh, again this morning, Jesus. Uh, hallelujah, God, I thank you, Lord, again today. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Uh, hallelujah, Jesus. Uh, thank you, Lord. Uh, hallelujah, Jesus. I thank you, God. I thank you. Thank you for another opportunity, God. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to Him belong, they are weak, but He is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. For the Bible tells me so. Jesus loves me, he who died, heaven's gates to open wide, he will wash away my sin, let his little child come in. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. For the Bible tells me so. Jesus loves me, loves me still, though I'm very weak and ill. From His shining throne on high, come to watch me where I lie. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. For the Bible tells me so. Jesus loves me, he will stay close beside me all the way. 
If I love him when I die, he will take me home on high. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. For the Bible tells me so. God, I thank you for your love. God, I thank you that you love us, oh God. Greater love, you said, have no man than this, uh, that a man would lay down his life for his friend. And you have called us friend, oh God. You laid down your life for us, oh God, that we might live. And I'm thankful today, God, uh, that I can reciprocate back to you praise and honor for your goodness uh, and mercy. Oh, God, I thank you, Jesus. Uh, how excellent is your name, oh, God. How excellent is your name in all the earth. Uh, you are my strength and my shield and my buckler and my tower. And I will bless the Lord at all times. Your praise will always be in my mouth, O oh God. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord, and the humble shall hear thereof and be glad. O oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name again together. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He's worthy. He's worthy. So worthy. So worthy. So worthy. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. What a great God we serve again. Amen. He's a good God. Amen. You may be seated. <clears throat> Praise God. We want to get right into our study again this morning. We're going to Third John now. Amen. We've walked through First John. We've walked through Second John. And now we're going to walk over through Third John. Okay. Amen. And we're going to Continue to walk this journey. This, these lessons are so great. Amen. And, and we got to keep in mind, always keep in mind John's purpose for writing. Amen. These epistles to the church and keeping in mind now that the church has been established for a while. The church has, has been established for almost a hundred years by the time John writes his epistles. And so you would think that they would have it together that far down the road. Amen. And so, but he's encouraging them and he's warning them and he, and should the Lord tarries, amen. Uh, this same gospels, this same book is going to be for every generation until the Lord comes. And so, you know, the promises that God has given are yea and amen. And so we got to keep walking this, this thing. We got to keep studying. We got to keep holding to God's word for the things that are written, was written for our learning and for our examples. And so God wants us to be strong. So we have to keep in mind the four reasons. Number one, to add to our joy. Amen. So that your joy just continued to run over and over and over to guard us against sin. Number two, we want to make sure that we're staying away from sin and keeping sin out of our lives because we reflect Jesus. Uh, number three is to guard us against false teachers and false prophets. They're coming. They're already in the land, John says. And so we have to be aware of these. Amen. 
And number four, to strengthen our faith and to assure, amen, us of eternal life. And that's the, amen, the kicker right there. That's the icing on the cake, if I can put it that way, is we're going to heaven. We're going to a better place. Uh, and we got to be ready because none of us know when that day is going to be. Amen. We've got to be ready. Amen. We can't mess around and not get our lives ready and be ready uh, for the coming of the Lord. Amen. We, we don't want to get caught the bible tell us don't don't let that day come upon you that it take you unawares amen you've got to be looking you've got to be ready for the coming of the lord and john is trying to help us in in this okay man the same way the apostle paul and his writings in the new testaments and jesus's uh teachings and peter's teachings uh amen to prepare us so john writing here in the third epistle of John, starting with verse 1, John says, The elder unto the beloved Gaius, whom I love in the truth, beloved, I wished above all things that thou may prosper and be in good health, even as thy soul prospereth. For I rejoiced greatly when the brethren came and testified of the truth that is in thee, even as thou walkest in the truth. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. Beloved, thou dost faithfully whatsoever thou doest do to the brethren and to strangers, which have borne witness of thy charity before the church, whom if thou bring forward on their journey after a godly sort, thou shalt do well, because that for his name's sake, they went forth, taking nothing of the Gentiles. We therefore ought to receive such, that we might be fellow helpers to the truth. I wrote unto the church, but the Ophelus, well, the, the, <laughs> what's this guy's name? The Ophelus, who loveth to have the preeminence among them received us not. Wherefore, if I come, I will remember his deeds which he doeth, fretting against us with malicious words, and not content therewith, neither doth he himself receive the brethren, and forbidden them that would, and casteth them out of the church. Beloved, Follow not that which is evil, but that which is good. He that doeth good is of God, he, but he that doeth evil have not seen God. Demetrius have good reports of all men, and of the truth itself. Yea, and we also bear record, and ye know that our record is true. I had many things to write, but I will not with ink and pen write unto thee. But I trust I shall shortly see thee, and we shall speak face to face. Peace be to thee, our friends. Salute thee. Greet the friends by name. Amen. So John here, amen, is calling us, amen, back again to love the truth here. He's so the overall theme of, of John's uh, addressing here, and the key note is about Christian hospitality. John brings us into this important 
concept of having fellowship. He takes us back to the book of Acts. When you see at the early church, amen, in the book of Acts, after they was baptized in Jesus' name, in Acts 2, the Bible says, and they continue steadfast in the apostles' doctrine, fellowship, breaking of bread, and prayer. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. You see, the help began to kick in throughout uh, the church here. Amen. So the key verse we'll focus this month is Third John one. I mean, chapter verse eight. We therefore ought to receive such that we might be fellow helpers of the truth. Now you remember in Hebrews thirteen, the Bible tells us, uh, Amen, to let brotherly love continue and be not forgetful to entertain strangers, whereby some have entertained angels unawares. Amen. So we have to realize that we're to be fellow helpers here uh, in the walk with God. So John is now putting a little bit of icing on the cake here. And so he addresses a man here. Now, he called them Gaius. We, we don't really know a whole lot about Gaius from John's writings uh, to the epistles. We know that if we were to go back and look in the book of Romans, Paul talks about a man named Gaius, but I don't know if this is the same Gaius or not. Amen. But when I look up the word Gaius in the Greek language, it means Christian. So just the same way as the Luke right into the church of Theopolis, uh, the name Theopolis also carries that same meaning of Christian. So what I'm trying to look at here, and I, and this is just your pastor, okay? This is not doctrinally. So what I'm picking up here is these names are relating to the church. Uh, they're calling to the Christian community here to warn us. They're using names that represent represents uh, the Christian and what the Christian should be. So Gaius would be a Christian, or we could remove Gaius' name and insert our name, if I could do that. Uh, I'm not taking away from God's Word, because I know I'm not supposed to take away or add to the God's words. But we, we need to look at this from a standpoint and say, is he speaking to the church here. And so if he's speaking to the church, notice what John says here. Amen. Whom I love in the truth. Amen. The church should always be in the truth. We have got to have a love for the truth. You remember when Jesus uh, told Peter there in John 21, after they had been fishing all night and had taken nothing when Peter pulls the fish in, Jesus asked him, do you love me more than these? Amen. He asked him three times, uh, amen, do you love me? We know that according to John 14, 6, Jesus is the way, he is the truth, and he's the life. Amen. So we've got to have a love for the truth. Uh, you remember Wednesday night we was talking about having a love for the word and, and how the word is important to our lives. We, we've we got to get this thing down deep in us. Uh, we've got to love the truth more than anything else. Today people are falling for anything. False prophets, false teachings, uh, and people are saying, oh, I got the truth. Oh, I love the truth. And they don't really know the truth. Uh, amen. Because the truth will make you free. 
Praise God. So we've got to have a love for the truth. So John says, uh, amen, I love you because of the truth. Uh, amen. So we want to continue to have this love of God in us for the truth of God's word. Now, John goes on here and says, Beloved, I wished above all things, verse 2, that thou may what? Prosper and be in good health, even as thy soul prospered. Now, you remember back in, and when we was going through First John, we talked a little bit about this. Amen. Your soul have got to prosper. Amen. It doesn't make it, it doesn't do you any good if your soul isn't prospering. That's the thing that's going to count in his end. This is why Paul writing to the church at Corinth and 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 17 and 18, he said, though the outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. He said, the light affliction which is working in you only for a moment is working a more eternal and exceeding weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen, for the things that are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. See, so the inward man, Amen. You remember what David says in Psalms 19.7? The law, what? It converts the soul. See, this is why the Word of God, the truth, is so important. Because it converts the inward man. If you feed the inward man, that man is going to be strong. You're going to be in good health. Amen. If you fulfill and, and strengthen the soul. Praise God. So John has said, I want you to prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospereth. You've got to feed the spiritual man. You can't just keep eating steak and peanut butter and jelly and feeding this flesh. You've got to give the inward man something to be strong with. And it's the word of God, the truth of God's word. We've got to have it in us. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. So John is here talking to Gaius. He says, I love you because you're in the truth. In second uh, epistle of John, he addresses the elect lady, which is also the church. Amen. We've got to get into this thing. We've got to have a love for the word of God. Amen. Peter tells us in 1 Peter 2.9, But you are chosen generation. You are royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. You are a peculiar people. That you should show forth the praises of him which has called you out of darkness unto your marvelous light. See, so we, we must reflect Christ. And everything that we do. And the only way we're going to do that is we got to have a love for the truth. The more of Christ is in you, the more of Christ is going to be revealed out of you. This is why Jesus says you got to stay connected to the vine. See, that as long as the branch is in the vine and it's a good tree, it's going to be strong. It's going to prosper. It's going to reproduce after its kind. See? So, therefore, you've got to have the love for the truth of God's Word. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou may prosper 
and be in good health even as your soul prospereth. Is your soul prospering? What are you giving to your soul? What is the inner man? See, it's the inner man that gets up in the morning and says, I might not feel good on the outside, but I got praise on the inside. I got joy of the Lord is my strength. Uh, amen. I can sing. I can dance. I can run through a troop. Uh, and I can leap over a wall. Amen. See, no matter what I do, I will be successful. Amen. Because of that inward man. Praise God here. Amen. Notice what the Lord writing, I mean, through the scripture, Joshua. Joshua chapter 1, verse 8 through verse 9. The Lord tells Joshua, he says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein, for then thou shalt make thy way, what? Prosperous, and thou shalt have good success. Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee wherever thou goest. So God is telling Joshua here, look, Joshua, if you want your soul to prosper and be in good health, Get in the Word. Don't ever let the Word depart from your mouth. Keep it inside of you. Study it. Meditate on it. Day and day and day night. This is why the psalmster says in Psalms 1, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in the law that he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that shall bring forth his fruit and his season, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Amen. Notice, it's the word of God here. So, beloved, I wish above all things uh, that you will prosper and be in good health. I'm here to tell you, that's my prayer. I want you to prosper. I want you to make it. I want you to be in good health. I don't want you to be sick. I don't want you to have ill feelings. I want you to be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. I want you to be full of joy. I want you to be excited about serving God in this truth. I want you to be able to make it, man. I want you to get excited. Amen. I want you to live. I don't want you to die. I want you to know who God is. I want you to love this truth more than anything else because the more of this you love, the more you put in it, the stronger you're going to be, the healthier you're going to be. Amen. This is what the Lord is saying, Joshua. Don't ever let this depart out of your mouth. Amen. It's like honey out of the honeycomb. Praise God. Solomon says, have a little honey for what ails you. Amen. When you don't feel good, have a little honey. You remember when, when Josh, I meant, uh, Jonathan went up the mountain and he fought the Philistines there in 1 Samuel 14. Amen. And he, and he came back and what had God done? He had dropped honey all through the woods. He had the bees to drop honey everywhere. Amen. And so Jonathan took his stick and he, 
put a little in the, in the honey, and he tasted it, and his eyes were open. And Jonathan says, all I did was just had just a little bit of honey, and my eyes were open. I'm here to tell you today, if you just have a little word every day, your eyes are going to be open. It's like honey out of the rock. It's like honey in the woods. God wants you to be in health. Amen. He took a stripe. He was wounded, Isaiah says in 53, for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities and the chastisement of our pieces upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. Amen. We are whole in Christ. We are to have be strong in the inner man. This is why Paul, writing to the church of Galatia in the fifth chapter in verse 16, he said, This I say then, walk in the Spirit. And you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusted against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary one to the other so that you cannot do the things that you would. Beloved, I want you to prosper. I want you to be successful. I want you to succeed in everything that you do. Whatever you do in life. God is saying, I want you to succeed. Amen. And be healthy. Praise God. Be in good health. Anything you put your hands to. He wants you to succeed in it. Praise God. Oh, my love and the truth. Man, it's nothing like love and it's the truth. Amen. The truth will make us free. (laughs) But in order for the church to be healthy, the saints has got to be healthy. See, we're the body of Christ. And so every one of us have to be strong and love the truth in order for the church to prosper. And to be in good health. See, it, we, we want to reproduce. And the way we reproduce is if the wife is in good health. Amen. That's what has to take place. This is why when you look at the, the, the church as a whole, you see it's related to as the bride of Christ. And he's the bridegroom. So when those two come together, If the church is healthy and in good health, you can reproduce. But if the, if the bride is sick and not in good health, we can't reproduce. So the way we fix the problem is to love the truth. We have to love this truth. The word is a lamp, is a light. It gives me strength. Amen. Hallelujah. So if the joy of the Lord is my strength, then I've got to get into the Word of God. So blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Amen. David goes on in Psalms 42. He says, As the heart panteth after the water brook, so penit my soul after thee, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. 
God is not dead. God is alive. So therefore, we need to seek out for him. You remember what the Psalms, I mean, Isaiah writing in the 53rd chapter there. He says, seek ye the Lord, why he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the unrighteous man forsake his ways, and, and I mean, the wicked man his ways, and the unrighteous man his thoughts, and let him return unto the Lord, and he shall abundantly pardon, because my thoughts are not your thoughts, and my ways are not your ways, saith the Lord. They're, they're much higher, but it requires the soul. Oh, everyone that thirsts, come ye to the waters. And he that have no money, come by wine and milk without money and without price. Amen. We've got to get to the Lord and, and, and get this renewing. Amen. We need to be restored in the Lord. So David is saying here, Amen. As the heart or as the deer is panting for the water, so my soul thirsts for God. Amen. We should want more of him. Amen. The more of God's Word we get, the more of God's Word we read about, the more we should want when we begin to get into it and understand wisdom and knowledge and understanding and distression. It opens our understanding to more truth. And the more truth you get, the stronger your soul is going to be. The stronger your life, the more healthy you're going to be. The more of it you go after is what he wants. So David says, my soul thirsts for God. Man, that inward man, there should be something daily that's rising up saying, all right, let's get to it. (laughs) Amen. Let's get to the Wheaties. We got to eat our Wheaties. Amen. Every day. We've got to get to the Word. Amen. He says, When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my meat night and day. While they continue to say to me, Where is thy God? When I remember these things, I pour out my soul in me. For I had gone with the multitude. I went with them to the house of God with the voice of joy and praise, with the multitude that kept holy day. Why art thou cast down, O my soul, and why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God, I shall yet praise him, who is the help of my countenance, David says here. So our soul needs to prosper if we're going to be in good health. Is it succeeding? How's your soul? You remember the song? It is well. With my soul, it is well, it is well with my soul. How's your soul? I ain't asking about the outward man. He's going to perish in any hot time. That's, that's, this is why we don't need to worry about that cat. You know, he's going away anyhow. He's going back to the dust. See, we got to be concerned about the spiritual man, the soul. That's the one that matters. That's the one that's going back to God. Amen. So then we take on that new body. Amen. That faded not away. But see, I can be in good health if my soul is in good health. I can maintain my joy because if my soul is in good health, my joy is going to be in good health. 
My peace is going to be in good health. My love is going to be in good health. All the things about God is going to be healthy. Because the inward man is in good health. Amen. Don't focus so much on this outward man. (laughs) He's going back to the dust. You know? But the inward man is going to live forever and ever. And that's the one. I want you to prosper and be in good health. Man, even as your soul prosper. How's your soul? Is it well with your soul? Apparently, Gaius, man, whoever he is, was doing pretty good. That he was loving the truth, advancing in the knowledge of the truth. Amen. His health, his body, his soul. He was prospering in the things of God. Paul right into the church at Thessalonica and 1 Thessalonians 5.23. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. Watch this. And I pray to God that your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Notice, Paul says, I'm praying for you that your whole spirit, your whole soul, your whole body be preserved blameless. See, if the inward man is okay, everything else will be okay. See, it'll be ready for the Lord. It'll be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Amen. John goes on here in Third John, verse 3 and 4. He says, For I rejoice greatly when the brethren came and testify of the truth that is in thee, even as thou walkest in the truth. So how do we walk in the truth? James tells us, don't just be a hearer of God's word. We've got to be a doer of it. This is what we've got to get to our understanding as children of God. The application and the actions and the things that we do is not just saying that I love God. It's not just saying I love truth. We've got to adorn the truth. Remember, we was talking about adorning the gospel, adorning the doctrine of God, how we wear it. And how can we make it more beautiful? Well, it's the same way with the overall truth of God. Everything about us must be in our lives. The way we live, the way we conduct ourselves, the way that we act, the places we go, the things we do, the way we dress. It flows, flows, flows because we are His representatives. What's in me? See? So... To testify of this truth. Adorning the doctrine of truth. Adorning the gospel of Christ. Let Christ be seen in you and all that you do. With the joy flowing out of you. To be a Christian is an excited life, my brothers and sisters. Amen. 
If you say you're Christian, you walk around half dead, and nobody can see Christ in you, who's going to believe you? The world knows that a Christian is supposed to be full of joy and excitement. So this is what John is saying. Look, I want you to prosper and be in good health. Even as your soul prospereth. Get into the Word. Feed your inner man. So that no matter what you're going through, amen, you can still have the joy of the Lord is your strength. Amen. Don't don't get into the habit of, oh, me, oh, my. You know, just get in the habit of saying, thank God. Amen. Yeah, I may not like, I may not feel like I want to be, but I thank God I'm still breathing. I'm still taking, as somebody said, nourishment and able to open my lips and still praise God and still to give Him honor and praise for His goodness. Amen. That's an indication of the soul. Amen. It's healthy. When you can still praise God, when you feel so terrible, you feel so bad, you're in so much pain, you're going through all kinds of stuff, but yet you can say, thank you, Jesus. I, I love you, God. I, I praise you. That's an indicator of the inward man. Amen. But if you get to going, oh, me, oh, oh God, I don't know. Oh. Yeah, that's the sign of a weak soul. <laughs> See, you, you, you've got to be able to keep praising God. Amen. It's all about the outcome. Here. Beloved, I want you to be prospering, be in good health. But your soul has got to do it. Your soul has got to prosper and be in good health. So John says, I rejoice greatly. When they came and told me that your children is walking in testifying that you're walking in truth. Man, it's nothing like getting a report. What does Psalms say? Solomon says in Proverbs, a good report from a far country make the bones fat. Man, they just know that people are still going. Man, I look at some of my elders here. Amen. You guys think about you. How long y'all been going? Think about it. Just think about it. Amen. I mean, you've been continuing. You know, many has fallen by the wayside, but you continuing. Yeah, you may have had a few bumps in the road, but you never lost the love for God. That's an indicator of the soul. Amen. This is what it's all about. Amen. Beloved, I want you to prosper and be in good health, but your soul has got to prosper. You're going to run into some walls. You're going to run into some things in your life. There are going to be some trials. There are going to be some circumstances. There are going to be some sickness. There are going to be some pain. But let the spiritual man still be the spiritual man. Let the soul still rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Amen. Love the truth. Love God's Word. Love what God is saying. And you're going to make it. You're going to be successful and give good help. Praise God. Hallelujah. And they came and testify of the truth that's in you. Man. 
Wow. Praise God. I rejoice greatly. Amen. <laughs> I just rejoice greatly when I get word of what they're doing. Praise God. Man. Woo. Amen. My soul cries out. Hallelujah. And I thank God for saving me. Amen. Well, we got to pull the train into the station. Amen. For this day. Amen. And we'll pick up again next week. Amen. And walking in this truth. Amen. God bless you. Let's take a small break.